Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome back to Pit Stop. If you're just joining me for a your first episode of Pit Stop, welcome. Go check out some of the other episodes. Each episode is around 10 minutes and incredibly tactical. So you are guaranteed to leave with something that you can implement in your store, maybe correct a change and learn from experts like Leanna Pash. She's a conversion copywriter and comedian whose greatest dream is to make your customers pause, smile, and click in that order. So you can conquer your campaigns with her at Punchline Conversion Copywriting or get quick copy jobs done at Snap Copy. Leanna, welcome to Pit Stop. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So we met in person at, uh, at ECF Live. Everything has changed since then. But yeah. one thing that hasn't changed is people are still reading and, and shopping online, maybe yeah. more than before, which is... So much more. Yeah. Uh, the stats show literally like 10 years of advancements more. I love that selfishly for me and us. <laughs> I mean, it, it's great in the being in the industry, but it's just it was the weirdest thing was seeing how my my little echo chamber was doing well, and but knowing how the world was going to shit. Yeah, that felt bad. That was just weird survivor's <laughs> guilt. Yeah, I had that definitely. But we're not here to talk about our previous COVID traumas. We're here to nope. help you sell more. And one thing that I'm sure I've reviewed tons of sites. I'm sure you have as well. I'm sure you can even go online shopping without critiquing something here or there. What's something that drives you nuts all the time, whether it's on a client's website, maybe you're just going to, to try to buy some, some stuff on, online. What's something that just drives you nuts? It's really pretty easily preventable if you just oh, so know many better. Things. Okay, <laughs> just right off the top of my head, um, people who are sending ad traffic to their homepage instead of to a specific product page, like what a waste, especially if your homepage doesn't get people where they need to go. Um, if you send traffic to your product page, but your product page doesn't answer questions or like capture those leads in some way, if they're not ready to buy and like send, you know, browse abandonment email or something like that. Uh, what else is there? Um, oh, using the default um, confirmation emails that come in both Clavio and Shopify. Like if they're signing up for your list, take five minutes to customize your confirmation email to make it clear that you didn't just like get them on your list to sell to them and then completely give up, you know, all pretense of having a personality. Um, and same thing with your order confirmation emails. So like, it's great that these tools have ready to go um, templates that you can just like turn on, but oh my God, take a second, go add something to them, go make them delightful in some way. Even a, a simple PS statement, PS, hey, thanks for your order. I appreciate it. Here's a picture of my cat. You're going to get yeah. buy this from extra tunas tonight. Everybody loves cat pics. They do. And confirm. Yes. Like so many. no customer is going to say, please don't send me cute animal pictures. I don't like to receive those. I just want the details of my order. Because if they do, they're probably a pretty boring customer who's not going yep, to leave you a good review. Right you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you just broke down a ton of stuff. We could probably end the show there. Keep it like a, a <laughs> true pit stop. Deliver a ton of value in 1.8 seconds. But let's dig into what you said there. One is 
And oh god, it's I I know I need to do a little bit more ads to promote my, my podcast and stuff, but I've been hesitant because I don't want to burn money. And it sounds like you described some great ways to just get rid of some extra money if you have it lying around and in, yeah. in sending yeah. traffic to to the homepage or or a product. Honestly, that's one of the reasons that I don't really do a lot of top of funnel stuff because the ecosystem changes so much that like keeping up with what Facebook ads is doing and requiring is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So like I'll write Facebook ads often and like make sure that I know what's going on, but I would so much rather work closer to the money. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that, I don't know, it's just more fun to be able to track more accurately, like how many conversions you got that way. It is. And I mean, even if you're not split testing it, everything is a split test. You know, when you change the copy, and you can see what happened to your conversion rate if it went up or down right. when you made those changes. Right. Assuming you didn't do anything else crazy in the meantime, which I feel like people just love to do. They're like, yeah, we updated the copy, but we also changed our ad targeting and redesigned the page. And we, <laughs> and we, we, we totally rewrote it. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't even sell cool. the same products anymore. Well, so, <laughs> so you just started a new business. You started from yeah. scratch. Yeah, like but on the homepage, so you mentioned the homepage and the product page. So sending – just add traffic to the homepage. Why is that a bad idea? And what's wrong with most homepages when it comes to not necessarily being the highest converting page? So I tend to write a lot of homepages for SaaS and chances are there are multiple places and multiple like, you know, user personas based on real people, not made up, um, that need to be served. So the job of the homepage on any site is to get people where they need to go as fast as possible. Like, oh, we have multiple product categories. Go check out the category landing page. Or we have multiple ways that the software applies to different types of users. Click the one that applies to you. Um, so like mirroring the importance of the messages in the same hierarchy as the number of people that are going to need them, if that makes sense. Like if 90% of people who come to your site click women's clothing, then you probably want to present that first, right? Um, and I just, I see a lot of homepages that are like, hi, we don't really know what we're doing. Welcome to our store. Do you want to look at the blog? Maybe you should follow us on Instagram. And it's like, what are you trying to do here? Don't you want people to shop? And then there's like a shop all button. And then I still have to click through and sort the products by category or find what I'm looking for. It's just too much extra work that people won't do. So like, don't pay to make people do work. Yeah. Especially if you're, yeah, if you're running an Instagram story ad, which will click and it converts, and then it's just very generic, not even yeah. seasonally appropriate. Change your oh, homepage hero oh. every month. And another big thing uh, that I still see like major brands uh, fucking up is when you click through the Instagram story ad and you get to the product page and then you get like 18 pop-ups to sign up for the list or like there's a live chat, like check the settings and make sure that you're not destroying people's mobile experience after you paid for them to get there. Yeah. It's, I always say you get two asks of a customer and one of them is going to be to buy some shit. So what's your next one? Is it a spin to win? Is it an email capture? Because you only get one. Is it your loyalty program? But when you have to click out of a spin to win email pop-up, turn off notifications, website chat popping up, and hey, join our loyalty program. Yeah. I, I just want to know what the cotton poly blend is. Is it 50-50 or is it 85-15? Just once <laughs> I sort one that out. choosing? Yeah. For me? Which one's better? Yeah. So – this is why I like uh, radio and voice. I'm wearing an organic cotton shirt right now, and no matter how much deodorant I put on by 11 a.m., I'm stinking. So I'm going to go for the blend. Preferably Merino <laughs> gotcha. wool from my friend and former guest, Dan Dempsey of Unbound Merino. But uh, organic cotton and my, and my pits, they just they don't work well together. 
You heard it here first, folks. I did. Breaking. <laughs> some, some deodorant companies send him a promo. <laughs> Breaking large man sweats during summer. <laughs> but that's a good segue to say what stinks about product pages. So you'd mentioned product pages with no, with no, they don't answer any questions. So I'm assuming a shit product page is the, the shittiest of all would be one mock-up on a white or one image on a white background, no lifestyle photos, and then just some cut and paste bullet points. Let's yep. go. Yeah. Let, let's give our audience some credit. Let's say they're they've elevated above that. Maybe a handful of images, a little bit of of copy. What does this call it templated uh, product page look like? That's just very kind of standard or out of the box. I think the assumption is that uh, shorter is better. And like, you don't know that until you test it for a lot of stores. That is true. But like just writing super short copy right off the bat might not be the best way to go because maybe there is more information that people need. And you'll know that if you do the research, which is something else people should be doing. Um, But I think, I mean, I think a winning formula as vague and as broad as I could possibly make it would be a couple sentences of, pithy copy that draws the reader in and kind of like explains how the product is going to fit into their life and makes it really compelling. And then a list of three to five bullet points that say like, here are the most important things for you to know about this. And then being very explicit about the so what's, right? Like, why do we care about this bullet point? Um, And then you can supplement below that or in different sections with like materials, shipping policies, return policies, reviews, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm in Canada, and it's way. I just I hate it that the first thing I see is, "Hey, shipping to Canada, you're going to be having to pay extra duties and taxes." Cool, then I'm just not going to buy. Mm-hmm. Like, thanks for telling me that, so you avoid a, a customer supporting it down the road. But if this is what you're showing to everyone on your website, yeah. maybe get them excited. Maybe a little sugar before the the yeah. bad news. Yeah, or at least you target that shit. Yeah, or hey, sign up here for when we start Canadian fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, so the last page that I wanted to ask you about is the about page. And the reason that I bring it up is in my stores and everyone that I talk to about views in Google Analytics always mm-hmm. tend to be really high. Yeah. And you don't read about a brand if you're not interested in in purchasing from them. So yeah. let's talk about the about page. I actually just taught an about page workshop. So I'm like super primed for this. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I read somewhere a while ago that it's the second most viewed page on most websites because like you said, people are interested in people. Um, and when it comes to stores, oh man, who's doing it right? Uh, Marine Layer right now has a really good about page where they take the storytelling approach, but they get right into the like, you know, the in medias rest, like where the action starts. Uh, they're like, my girlfriend tried to throw away my favorite t-shirt, so I started this store. Like it's very personal. It's a story. Uh, it's not like, Hello, welcome to our store. We were founded in 2011, and our goal is to make the best T-shirts you could possibly imagine. They're so soft. Here's our team. Um, that look how said, happy everyone is. Yeah, like look at us smiling on the beach. Um, I do think there is something to showing your team members if you have team members and being like, look, again, human faces. There are humans behind this brand. We will not screw you. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like table stakes where it's weird if you don't have it, but it's not what anyone's coming there for. It's They're coming for the the so what and really the, the whiffums, the what's in it for me. So you've been around for this long. Why why do I care about that? Yeah. Like 
So if you have your unique value proposition of your store, which is the reason why people would choose you over your competitors and your perceived competitors, right? Whoever they think your competitors are, your about page is probably a really good place to explain more about that story. Like whether it was something that happened in your life that caused you to start the store, um, what's the most interesting place for people to start, you know, and then build around that. Yeah, no, I think that's such a good, um, just, just great way to start. And you can tell that, that I'm thinking because <laughs> I, I, I'm stuttering and trying to buy myself time, which is a good time to wrap it up as we transition from what you see that's just god-awful and you wish you could prevent into what you wish you saw more of and really what all excellent high, conser- high converting websites have in common. Leanna, where can people find you if that cliffhanger wasn't good enough and this is the only episode that they ever hear? <laughs> they can find me on Twitter at Punchline Copy. And apologies in advance. Perfect. Why? Uh, what, what, what are the apologies for? Your oh, Twitter's you know, excellent. Oh, a little personal sometimes. <laughs> but we just said you have to get personal. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you, you know, I'm walking the talk. You're setting you're you're setting a great example of how to be personal, and you know that nobody's going to copy it 100. So you turn it up the volume up just enough so people land at the right level of personality. Yeah, man, I should have you do my PR if oh. I had that. If I had anybody do that. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But until then, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode of Pit Stop. Delivering Amazon-like speed to customers. That's what TB12 wanted when they went with ShipBob, and that's what they got. In addition to 25% cost savings since switching 3PLs to ShipBob, if the GOAT Tom Brady trusts ShipBob with his company, you should too head to ShipBob.com, get a quote, see how much you could be saving while also growing your business. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.